Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow man, hoping we can make it Welcome, welcome everyone to Blog Talk Radio, The Catch, and uh, we're really excited to have you uh, back again for another Tuesday night uh, live event, or maybe you're listening to this later uh, on the internet, that's great as a podcast, welcome to you too, uh, this is uh, going to be a fun night. Uh, you know, there there are some people that um, they just threw the mold away as uh, God did as soon as he made these people and and they're they're one of a kind individuals and um, when you I I know three or four people like this that um, are very special to me because I just enjoy them so much because they don't just fit the mold they don't just go along with what everyone else is going along with and um they make you think, and and uh, all of that stuff. And uh, our guest is a is a welcome back guest. We've had him actually a couple times, and the last time we had him, we were talking about the fact that um, in his sixties he is doing his first album project. I think it's his first. Correct me, Dan, if I'm wrong, but. Um, He's uh, put together one of these Kickstarter things. I'm not sure that's the exact one, but um, and got himself uh, an album. He's always wanted to do this, and uh, the album I understand is done, and he'll be touring uh, starting in September. Um, he also is uh, he's a friend of so many different musicians on. Christian musicians and people uh, who are Christians who are you would never call Christian musicians. Um, he walks a thin line there and uh, just loves people in general, wants to serve people and love them. He's in, in, he's interested in people's souls and their life, how they're doing, uh, and uh, other than just the gospel. It's the whole person that Dan cares about, and uh, that's really what the Soul Fest is all about, which he heads up every year. We're going to talk about that, because that's coming up uh, next month in New England for all you New Englanders or anybody who wants to get up there. So that's enough enough of me. Uh, please welcome uh, back to The Catch and Blog Talk Radio, Dan Russell. Welcome, Dan. Hey, John. Hey, John. Thanks. Thanks for having me back. Um, yes, it is my first album <laughs> where I'm pointing the finger at myself and there's nobody to blame but me. And I figured I'm 60 years old. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a studio. I've worked on 85 projects, uh, serving others and, and doing whatever it takes to help them with their projects. And, and uh, in 2014, my son said, you know, we got a studio. Why don't we just tell everybody to go away 
you write some songs and let's have some fun and see where it goes. And so, you know, here it is now um, done and um, finished and ready to, ready to come out. We're just trying to figure out how to, how to release it. And of course, things are so different now in the music industry that it's, it, there's no standard way of releasing a record really. Uh, So, um, you know, I, I sent you a, yeah. a link to it, but you know, people can pre-order it now. It's available, um, but we're going to put it out probably through the iTunes channels and and in early September, late late Good. August, and, and then shove off on our if you little to ship get, of fools. Uh, if, you, if you wanted to get a download of it, uh, how would you do yeah. that, Dan? I'll Let's do that at the my, top. Uh, and we'll do that my, at the back end too. My website is danrussellmusic.com, and there's a place there where you can pre-order it. And um, everybody that pre-orders a CD or vinyl, I, I'm going to, you know, there's a synchronicity to all this. And the guys that are managing this for me tell me that we have to hold back until we get so many orders and do it all at once. I'm, I'm, I'm really not good at that. If someone pays 12 bucks for my record uh, that I'm going to send you in September. I'm going to send you the, the digital version right away because I feel guilty. You know, it comes cool. with my upbringing. <laughs> that's great. Okay, and that's Dan Russell, two S's, two L's, danrussellmusic.com. Um, yeah. To get and the title, uh, the title <laughs> is. Oh, I had it here feel, and I can't find it. Um, it's feel, tell me. feel the echoes. Feel the echoes. It's, feel, it's, just, it's a song. Cool. Feel the echoes. All it's right. basically a song that I wrote, inspired by my parents. Uh, my, my mom just passed, but uh, it's just uh, the. Uh, it's it's just yeah. how, um, you know, all of us have it. Anybody that still has a memory, so, you know, something a wind will come up from out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. you'll be reminded of something, and and um, think about things. A little bit of nostalgia in there, but it's also. Uh, about courage and holding fast to the moment and um, walking lockstep time uh, in spite of the fact that uh, the younger days seems to have been when the love was the bravest and strongest, but we're still here. We're still here together. You're still here in my heart and mind as well. Dan, you've been involved with music all your life. Um, I'm going to ask you a, a universe question but uh, you always seem to come up with stuff for this so tell me what what is music for what what is the the greatest thing about the purpose of music what is it doing for us in our lives i think in the purest sense music is for for us helping us to find the truth and find our truth music is to the, to is a unifier and, a, and it's also, it's like the keys to our prison. It's, it unlocks the gate. Um, some of us still, with the gate mm. open, will we'll be inside there and stay inside there because it's scary to step outside. But music, for a moment, uh, relieves you and, and fulfills you and challenges you and gives you a, a deeper sense of breath. Um, it allows you to clench your fists when you haven't in so long. It, it, it allows you to sigh with with relief because you've been breathing from the top of your chest for so long. Um, you know, it, 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 it's 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 a, a tool, mm. it's a channel, it's 
It brings us all together. It's eternal. Music, you know, John, I, I've always thought it was, it's, it's like a superpower. And, and for example, like if you and I were to write a song and it, uh, it were to become, uh, say, popular now as we release it, you know, long after we pass, 50 years, maybe 100 years from now, it could play somewhere 5,000 miles away on a shore as someone sits there contemplating something heavy. And the song that was written a hundred years prior by you and I not even knowing of this person in that situation, uh, you know, has mm. a profound personal uh, effect on, with it, a relationship with it. And, and, and that's why I think music is a superpower it, when it's done, done right, not exploited as a means to an mm. end, uh, not made to be a trite adjective or a campaign theme song or dumbed down. But when it's done honestly, um, and purely, propaganda. It, it comes, yeah, mm-hmm. it, and it comes from the comes from the soul. It it resonates yeah. and it echoes forever. You know, that's pretty exciting to be involved in it. You know, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it has to be to have kept you going all these years. Um, and and yeah. then there, I'm thinking about um, uh, is doesn't C.S. Lewis in, in the Chronicles, use music uh, as as the key to the creation. Isn't there? Uh, aren't there tones and music going on that actually creates the world? Yeah, that's, that's what I recall. I, I think it was probably jazz. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. I, I, I don't recall. I I read those books through with my son when he was two and three, and we had a blast. Uh, Went through them mm-hmm. uh, t- on two occasions from start to finish, and it was it was a magical time with my boy reading those uh, chronicles out loud. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just I always I love that picture of uh, uh, you know it's almost like the stars singing. Uh, there's 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 music in the heavens. There's there's yeah. there's music in in the universe. And um, oh yeah, this harmonics. Uh, we'll, we'll always, yeah, yeah, we'll always be having it. Um, you mentioned your son Jesse. Yeah. Um, this whole thing was his idea, or was was it his impetus? Well, Would you have done it if well, it weren't for him? There's often, oftentimes, there's somebody in your life that is will hold you accountable, kind of kick you in the ass and, and say, no, I'm not buying this excuse. And, you know, and, and, and hopefully a nice respectful way, nudge you forward, but sometimes not so nice and respectful, but, you know, it's just sort of a matter of fact that, you know, after doing uh, many records with other artists and, and when I would do some records, I would put together international marketing campaigns and um, we would, you know, be launching the record and, out of eight foreign markets that would go to maybe a hundred countries and, and we would be touring maybe 30 to 40 of them. And, and it's very exhausting. And, and uh, I, I'd come off a record project literally 18 months uh, later and come up for air and wonder why everybody's mm. looking at me funny. Um, and um, so he just basically <laughs> said, let's, you know, let's, let's do some of your stuff. We use our studio oftentimes for other people. And because uh, that's where the money is, we don't pay our mm-hmm. we can't pay getting money off ourselves. Um, and um, so I just sat down. You know, I had a couple of songs I've written already, but I um, wrote a, about 
30, I think 32 songs and, and, um, got with another friend, Jesse played bass and drums. His other friend helped me with the uh, uh, drone sounds and keyboard sounds and some guitars. And I play guitars and do all the vocals. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. you know, we took our time and all along the way, the goal was to enjoy the moment. If it didn't go any further, then can we say to the extent that we did what we did, did we enjoy it? And was it good time for us to be with one another? And, um, you know, we inched our way down to the finish line and, and, um, I think the most painful part for me of the process was uh, just the artwork. You know, I, I, I just don't feel comfortable, you know, you, you know, like putting myself on the cover. It's like, mm. you know, it's just, just uh, weird. You know, I, I feel better. Uh, yeah. behind the scenes, well, I, the, the artwork, the artwork I've seen is, has blown me away. I, I just think it's incredible. Um, especially yeah, that well, one picture that she, Cheryl, is that her name? Yep. Yeah, Cheryl Kelly painted yeah, that portrait. That's amazing. I, I was very fortunate mm-hmm. because she's yeah. she's probably the top top five photorealist uh, female painters in America, and um, you know we we uh, connected and I started helping her in her career, which is, I'm way out of depth in fine arts, but but um, started helping her and she, you know she heard I had a record and she listened to the songs multiple times and her goal was to have each song. Like if she was going to do a portrait for one song on the record, that would be it. But she wanted all 12 songs to have that kind of reflection uh, from the music into the portrait. And hmm. It's very, very talented, very serious wow. um, painter. Re- really honored to. And she also did two of the paintings that yeah. are inside too. So I used her art throughout the art uh, artwork. Oh. oh, great. So then you are you will be releasing. Um, uh, we can hold something in our hands at some point along the way here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the C- I have CDs now, but I don't think anybody has a CD player anymore. I think they outlawed those. Um, yeah, the digital <laughs> version, digital version with artwork gonna, and everything is done. Yeah. Are you going to do? Are you going to yeah. do an LP? Yeah, the vinyl vinyl has been it's in the oven, but it takes um, three to four months to bring that out of the oven. It's, it's a, a lot much longer process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, and my, my bio, but you are going to do it. You, so you're going to, yeah. Oh, that's yes. great. This will be vinyl and, and two videos already done. And I'm working on a third video. Um, and, um, I'm just trying to, um, really find time to, to do all these things because the, the, the initial <laughs> ideas for these things are simple. Um, even the shooting of a video in one 12 hour day is fine, but it's the editing and, and the re-editing and it's the hours and hours and hours mm. that just kind of drive me nuts. And uh, mm. thank God for people that can do that sort of thing. Yeah. Now, do you remember, like, you remember, I want to get back to Jesse. Cause I just, I, okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to ask you, if, do you remember, a radio station in Boston, WBCN. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. And the 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 music director there and the uh, six to ten o'clock drive time jock was is Carter Allen. I don't know if that name rings a bell, but he would MC some of my shows. Yeah. He even came out to it Soul does. Fest. He, he, yeah, he's an author. He's written a book on Almond Brothers, U two, a number of different books, Pink Floyd. Um, but he, he wrote my bio, so I, I sent that to you as well in that uh, file that you got a few hours ago. Oh, yeah, ago. I saw, yeah but, man, but I, I saw that picture. Yeah, that I was written by Carter. Yeah. 
uh, really an honor. That's cool. I love that. And yeah. and uh, uh, um, and then, but I, I want to get back to Jesse because I just think it's so great that you're working with your son and that that he kind of pushed this thing and and uh, uh, made it made it happen. Um, uh, what's that like? What, what's it like to be? Yeah, and I, I take it he's playing in the band. I mean, when you when you go on tour, he'll be with you. Yeah, he's such a great musician, and he's so way ahead of me and and more tuned in with. I mean, I might tend to fall back into something that sounds like it's from the seventies or eighties, and he'll shake his head very slowly mm-hmm. uh, back and forth as a no. And uh, you know, <laughs> and I say, well, how do we how do we turn this around? Uh, I'm more of a feeling person. I'm not. I'm pitch is important to me and musicianship is important, but it's got to be about feeling. The bottom line is about feeling. And, uh, um, but Jesse knows how to uh, bring things forward as does the producer that I work with, Michael Pritzel uh, from the Violet Burning. Uh, that's his band. Uh, he's from Southern California, actually. Um, and, mm. and these guys really help, help bring these songs, tighten them up, bring them in the focus. And there's a lot of nuance work to doing that. And um, I used to, I could do that for others, but when it comes to your own stuff, it's, it's hard to see, you know, and, and um, uh, yeah, Jesse, Jesse, as uh, my son, it allows us the fellowship there. Um, it's a hard life being a musician when you, you might get paid 50 bucks for a gig or nothing for a gig or free food for a gig or 500 bucks for a gig. And, and uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, there's a tremendous distance between here and, enough sustain success that can sustain you. And so your, your buddies all around you get their master's yeah. degree and their engineers and making their six figure jobs and, and, uh, partying on the weekends. Well, well, you know, you're the band that they're partying to and you're making 50 bucks, <laughs> you know? And so it's tough. I, I so I'm going to yep. live that with yep. him. He, um, he's already been in a number of bands and, and toured a lot and he's 24 now. I hope he. I hope I get to play with him uh, for as long as possible because uh, I don't know if anybody else could be uh, as uh, um, with sensibilities and style and just just heart that that he would have. So, wow. um, so we'll, we'll we'll see. That's beautiful. That's sweet. That's beautiful. Yeah, he, um, he, he played the he played all the drums and all, right. all the bass on the record. Wow. Um, so, uh, Dan, you have walked an amazing road when it comes to music. Um, yeah, coming up this next month will be, um, uh, Soul Fest, which started out with, as a new sound, uh, festival years ago. And, uh, now is, uh, Soul Fest in New England, um, you have been a concert promoter of Christian music. Um, some of the most uh, mainline people like Stephen Curtis Chapman and Amy Grant and all those. And then you've also, you know, uh, managed Black Rebel Motorcycle Club and you've worked w- and toured with U2. Um, you've you've worked with uh, uh, Robin Lane and, and Michael Bean in the call and, what a, what a mixture! Uh, that's a fine line you've you've had to walk here. I, I don't know how you've done it, honestly, because uh, maybe maybe things are loosening up now. But for so long, 
there was a thick line between those two, and you just mm. seem to uh, be able to walk in the middle of that somehow. Well, it, it, if you're, I, if you're I, I don't know me. that I'm asking you a question or what. I, 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 <laughs> well, I think just about respond it, John, to I, I tell you, that I, I a little was, bit. I was raised. I was raised in an evangelical Christian family, and I, I had no choice. None of us really have a choice of who our parents are. I, I, I always will feel like I was totally fortunate and blessed. And, and uh, parents, uh, I have seven siblings and two foster siblings, and, and we basically, um, you know, it was a lower middle class family. Church was sort of cheap babysitting uh, for all your kids, uh, whether it's youth group or whatever the <laughs> deal was. And so we got a lot of that there, but it was never, we were never shielded from the reality of uh, the way you morph into your teenage years and, and all your experimentation and everything. But what, what I was raised with was a theme that was, that was really hard in many ways. At a very young age, I was told that I was worth nothing but dirty rags and that I was a sinner and I was going to go to hell unless I stopped sinning and ask Jesus mm. into my life. And now um, my dad tells me as a five-year-old after church one Sunday, I asked him if he knew where hell was. And he, he said that he was a bit surprised by the question and asked me why I asked. And I said, because I'm five, dad, I can't drive. And the pastor said, that's where I'm going. Um, and uh, <laughs> this, this, this happened to me over and over again. And my self-esteem, like a lot of people during that time period of the 60s, early 60s mm. and throughout, you know, where, where we, we believed in hell more than heaven. And, and, um, and we, you know, the gospel was not good news. It was divisive. And Christianity became an adjective, mm. a source of adjectives. And, um, uh, you know, so, you know, being in mainstream music and, and working in a studio and throughout the sev- late 70s and working with, uh, you, you call them non-Christian artists, but that's kind of rude because, you know, who, who, who knows their souls? Uh, God knows their souls and loves their souls, but right. they weren't re- reflecting right. their faith as an adjective on wearing it on their sleeve. Uh, my mom and dad would tell me never to condescend to uh, um, anybody uh, regarding where they, you know, the Christians, where it came from, because I had a lot of issues with it. You know, I thought God's love was for everyone. I thought God's love was unconditional. Then I really struggled with the fact that my my best friend Catholic at age 15 committed suicide. And my church said he was going to hell and his church mm-hmm. said he was going to hell. So I had a lot, you know, as you can imagine, and many of us have had, it's not exclusive to me. So the idea of new sound hmm. emerged in 1977, and new sound was, look, uh, if your faith and your spiritual relationship with God isn't new, you, fresh, you know, vital, then something's off. And if you hear this message for the first time, it's going to really be like a new sound. And so, we, 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 you know, I, I thought about that, and I said, well, that's hmm. what I want to be about. I want to be conveying and, and, and re, re, uh, reinvigorating that this sound of love and of life is vital and new and fresh and, uh, and unconditional. It's omnipresent. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's not about fear. Um, and it's not about hell. It's not about you, your failure. So new sound emerged on the scene for the church. 
because most of my peers that I knew struggled in the same way. And our parents repressed their struggle Mm. because God forbid they confess their doubts out loud. And, and, you know, it would just throw the whole family off if they were wondering if, if God's love was tangible and real, Uh, you know, and they just struggled to grit their teeth and plow through the next uh, monthly set of bills. Um, So new sounding merch, we did concert (laughs) events to raise awareness of this message. We used artists that, that, that were emerging on the scene as Christian artists, um, you know, um, some of them very talented. Uh, and um, we took offerings for local poor and uh, um, different, different opportunities. It was always fun to do a pop-up offering, like, you know, someone's house burnt down. And, you know, right there that night we could talk about it and raise ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000. And just next day, a bunch of people that they don't know go over and hand them a wad of cash. Um, that was really cool, uh, mm. and, and and that's kind of what we thought the gospel was about: is helping those in need and 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 fighting against injustice. And but in the mainstream side of my life, uh, I worked, uh, you know, doing shows all over the world with groups like you two and the Call and others. And uh, we didn't we didn't come in waving intention that we're Christians. We just came in and said. We're going right. to put together a program of music tonight that hopefully will blow your mind in such a way that it won't be able to prevent your heart from reemerging as a dominant force in your life. And we'll reconnect you to that. And, and uh, mm. John, I, rem- I remember in 1982 uh, sitting at Brown University in Rhode Island with um, the U2 guys and um, doing an interview with them. Um, and I, I asked uh, I asked uh, Bono, I said, where, where do you think you're going to be in 20 years? And Bono basically uh, would carry a leatherback King James Bible with him. And, you know, he had this driving, irrepressible vision. Um, some people would call it ego, but, you know, um, he said, he said, we are going to be bigger than the Beatles or we're going to be bigger than Billy Graham. And I just, I just, you know, I could see Ed Hughes just kind of <laughs> nodding his head and rolling his eyes and shaking like and I looked at Bono and I said, Yeah, I said, you know what? You're gonna probably be better bigger than both. And he kind of let like like, Well oh, really? I, I wouldn't be so well that's cool. But I tell you, um um you two's objective and, and that's what I latched on to way back then was was to activate people to God's love whether you know it or not. Because God you know, God mm-hmm. loves you whether you know it or not. You know, and, and we're, our ego says that God loves us because we know it. And there's the, the the truth is that God loves you whether you know it or not. And God's love is everywhere whether you know it or not. And and if you could just become a victim of God's affection and set your ego aside and be a recipient of this free gift, your capacity to love yourself will heal and grow, and therefore then your capacity to love one another will 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 just grow and you will find yourself standing up for the least of these without even knowing it you're going to be the light in the community that stands up for those in trouble um and you're going to have a brilliant exciting life because of that um so that's 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 something that i learned early on with those you two guys and they tried to they tried to keep it a secret um, because they did not want to become a christian band (laughs) um that would have hurt their career right well, um, yeah, yeah. Know. So, wow. So, um, 
Well, oh gosh, time time has flown by, and I, I hate the way that happens because I just love the way you think, and I love listening to you talk. But um, there's one thing I really want to cover here at the end, and that is what we're looking at as we turn around and look at the future. Um, there's a lot of us here at the catch that believe that something is up, and um, we are people – most of us who have been through the Jesus movement, I'm trying to remember where you were. I mean, did you touch on the Jesus movement at all? Um, do you remember I, I, it? I, I, How old was I you was then? Yeah. Well, in 19, I graduated high school in '74, but I was—I always felt that um, okay, there was a beauty, a beauty of that Jesus movement, a kind of naivete to it, but it became incorporated in, in a money-making yeah. industry. And, and a subculture started to emerge, and then that yeah. subculture created walls around it to, and to, to kind of, you know, define it. Um, but, well, but, God, yeah. but breaking well, out of that, I think that the future is getting rid of that and, and, and realizing that every human is eternal. There is a soul in every human, and God is everywhere, and God is love. And, and, and you know, like the Johnny Cash mm-hmm. saying, he's got the whole world in his hands. He does. He does, in spite of the insanity out there. It's, you know, um, it's it's gonna mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be all right, and we've got to get rid of this fear trigger. Um, we got to get out of the sympathetic um, nerve system, religious sympathetic nerve reaction, um, and start to truly believe. Yeah, yeah. You know that God's love is sufficient and is it. I mean, honestly, John, mm. if God's love mm. isn't unconditional, then then forget it. You know, and that's a lot of the songs on my record <laughs> will speak yeah. to that. That's great. It's good. It's, you it's know, good I'm news, thinking, John. I, I was I was in, I know, and, and you know, I was in New England in the early seventies, and um, and and there were homes that we were in. Where, where people were just experiencing God and Jesus, um, and I, I don't know. Knowing your parents, um, I just have a, I, I can just imagine that maybe in those years, that um, that, that your your house could have been a center for whatever the Holy Spirit had up his sleeve in the neighborhood. Is that, is that possible? Did, yeah, it's possible. It, it like possi- yes, yes, it was. But I tell you what, the way the Holy Spirit is in my, in my, my mind is that it's really it's many times he doesn't make it our business to know whether he's going to go left or right. And he doesn't kind of knock on our foreheads and say, Hey, right. Hey John, keep, keep up. I mean, he, you know, he's tripping through the wires and around through the minefield and, and singing a song of love. You know, um, it, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're frozen stiff because we, the next step could kill us. Um, and, and, you know, our, our house mm. was the grand central station and there was music going everywhere and sometimes yeah. bottle rockets as well. Um, and, um, um, my my mom and dad are known to over a thousand kids as Pa and Ma and Pa Russell, um, and um, you know it. They they love kids, right. and and they right. ended up a, taking in kids who were thrown out by their parents, and 
Um, but um, yeah, there's a lot of exciting, yeah, exciting sure times there. Okay, I see. Um, I, I see. You see, we've been studying Acts a lot lately, and uh, you know, it's it's like a beginning, and it's it's uh, people people are just getting together, and they're just loving each other, and loving the Lord, and listening. They're, they're overwhelmed with uh, God's grace and mercy. They all think. They all just the message to all the people, all those Jews in Acts was they killed Jesus, and and that that yeah. cut everybody to the quick. And then they found out that they were forgiven right right after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. that you know, so it was a it was an incredible uh, incredible beginning. Where do you think if if there's going to be another move or another the next wave, you, you know? What do you think? Have you got any sense of what where what that might look like? If you can, and this next run of and I'm talking about spiritual renewal. Yeah, yeah. This next run of U2 stadium shows, go see the Joshua Tree 30th year tour anniversary tour. Um, it's going to come back. There's only going to be a few more, but you know, if you can afford it, get your tickets, fly there, soak it up, get the cheap seats on the floor. But it is a revival from beginning to end, and um, you know, you know, I, I, we we've got to we've got to stop being so divisive and so fear oriented in the way we view our faith and way we reflect our faith. We've got to recognize that God's God's mm. love is everywhere. Like I've said, and the, the new spiritual awakening isn't going to be about counting sheep and goats. You know, I mean, the, the, the thing that always amazed me about that yeah. story in Matthew, Matthew 5 was not that uh, the sheep you know, were, were invited in because they, you know, they, they helped the, the poor and they clothed the naked. They, they, too, like the goats, said, when were you naked that we clothed you? The sheep were unaware. The unaware. So, so the question for me always was, how mm-hmm. can I become, live unaware and yet full of kindness and full of love and brave enough to stand up for the least of these. What can I, how do I get there? And I think the answer to how do I get there is learning to love myself and actually take God's love at face value, that I am worthy of love. And it's people saying I am worthy of love and try not to quantify it, try not to organize it, try not to monetize it. You know, God doesn't care if you got a budget or don't have a budget. God, we're doing our 20th Soul Fest. Uh, anniversary coming up, which is an anomaly in New England. And last year I got up on stage and told the audience, there's three things, everybody, that Dan Russell, I don't believe in. I said I don't believe in them because I wanted them to actually, per- per- their ears to perk up. Uh, and, and maybe it would start some gossip. So I said, I don't believe that God is a little old man that needs our help getting across the street. I don't believe God suffers low self-esteem <laughs> and needs us to make him feel better. I don't believe God is running for an election anytime ever and losing it or about to lose it and therefore needs us to, in some clever way, formulate a campaign to help more people for him. I only think that God loves me (laughs) and I need to try to bring that deeper into myself so that it can do what it does. When unconditional love hits you, that's where the transformation happens. So I think more people are going to be transformed, and they're going to be transformed by this renewal 
of of thinking and it's and uh it's going to be about loving one another it's you know it's going to be about looking at the least of these plugging into your community uh, living your life where you are being create courageous with your gift set to give without con- return condition um you know and it's not religion charity isn't yeah. christian it's, it's human and you go to a U2 show I mean, mm. honestly, mm. open your open your ears at you two show, and you're gonna you're gonna be invigorated like you know it's it's like the old time going to Billy Graham back in the day, uh, you know, where there was a revival and you came away and you thought about that time for 20 years. That's that's what that's the intention behind the YouTube project. Uh, always has been, always is, and mm. uh, it's really powerful to see a hundred Rose Bowl the other a couple of weeks ago. 105,000 people, two nights. They get to hear it. They get to experience it. Wow. Anyways. Fantastic. Okay. Okay, Dan. This is so good. This is so good. Well, I wish you well, and um, uh, I hope you, uh, you know, that uh, Soul Fest uh, keeps going. I I, I can't believe you're still going. Is it going to be a good year, do you think? It's our twentieth, and John, Can you if tell? you asked me last year, it's the best best year ever. <laughs> yeah, our, our sales are up. Our sales are up, and and Christian festivals across America Good. sales are down. Sales are down like thirty to forty percent, um, and ours are ours are up right now about six percent. Wow! And I, th- I I think it's because we're we're not evangelical. We're faith based social justice. Yeah, it's in a beautiful setting, and um. Um, yeah. So it's it's an anomaly, for, especially for New England. Cool. And 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 yeah. the record. Yeah. I hope so I hope, great. I hope people get the, I hope people get the songs, and um, and uh, you know, I hope that you can. Um, I hope you and Marty get a chance yep. to spend some time with it. Of course, uh, Dan Russell Music dot com. Everybody for. Um, for uh, a download and um, and then just keep in touch and find out when the there's a CD and then there's an LP. God, I just I can't wait to see that. What fun, Dan! Thank you. Uh, give our love to Allison and the kids and yeah, everybody. Are you a grandpa? I was trying to think about that. I I didn't remember. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I better not be. I'll ask Savannah when I see her later on tonight. She's she's 21. She's finishing up her photography and film major at Leslie. <laughs> oh, that's pretty rough. <laughs> oh, anyways, all right, John. We love we love you. Thanks well, for including me again. Dan, yeah. it's possible. You know, it's possible. Of course it is. I'm ready for I'm ready for okay, anything. Okay, I love you too. All right, man. Bye bye. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Oh, that's so cool. All right, everybody. You got you know what to do now. Andwesselmusic.com. Love, transformation, reaching out to one another, being courageous. Charity is a Christian. It comes from the heart of God. Love yourself. Start with loving yourself. And moving proud from there. Wow. Some good stuff. I hope you all go back and listen to it again. You did. Okay. 
By the way, this song you're listening to right now, Dan, Dan Russell helped produce this and managed me dur- during this album. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I bet you do remember this. Oh, God bless everybody. Hang on. We'll see you next week.